everyone. Welcome to Chai Time with Mom. This is Sarah, all the way from London. Hi, this is Teresa. Hi, this is Azmira from Maryland. Hi, guys. How are you? How's everyone today? Doing great. Doing great and super excited about this episode. This month, we're celebrating International Women's Day as well as it's Women's History Month in the US. So yeah. we're very happy to have both Natasha and Natalie here to discuss some nice women-oriented topics. So welcome yeah. aboard. Oh, well, I, for our audiences who don't know who they are, they are actually my bosses <laughs> at the nursery that I work at. So woohoo! Yeah, we're finally on on your podcast now, um, Sarah. <laughs> so, but how are you guys feeling? Are you nervous? Are you okay about it? Like, okay, so it's Natasha speaking. So, um, yeah, a little bit nervous. I don't know what questions you guys are gonna ask, <laughs> or I might reveal too much about myself. You know. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I think I think you guys, because you guys just are just you get on with everything basically. Yeah. I think of us women, uh, as we do, we get on with stuff. And we don't mm. think we're important because we're yeah. like, oh, we're going to do it. We're just going to do it. But, you know, in reality, we are important. We do Definitely. so we, we do so much on a daily basis and mm. we should appreciate it. I really think we should. We definitely and forget to give ourselves a pat on the back. Definitely. We do so much and you don't realize how much you do until you start. For me, it was yeah. definitely with COVID, I realized, wow. I can't believe how much I was cramming in. Some of yeah. the things that I was doing prior to COVID, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that again. Nope, I'm not going no. to polish, polish your shoes every evening for the children to go yeah, to school yeah. the next day. No, 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 I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Cool. And um, Natalie, how are you feeling? You are right with this as well or what? How are you I'm feeling? fine, yes. Yeah. So I'm just curious to know what the questions are going to be about. But other oh than that... Yeah. You guys will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll start off with the question, guys. Is that good? Yeah? Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, I mean, you guys are. Let's give a little background about you guys. You guys are twin sisters, so you and Asmira have something in common. She's yeah, got twin yeah. as well, so you got uh-huh. that in common. Um, uh-huh. So they're twin sisters, and you're single moms, and you're running yeah. a business. So here's my yeah. question: What made you want to start your own business, and why a nursery? Okay, so now we have um, older siblings, so they started having their children and we always would care for them and look after them. Um, So naturally, we just enjoyed looking after our nieces and nephews. Um, From very young, from like 12, we had the responsibility of taking care of them. We could even take out our younger nieces and nephews at the age of 12 and our older siblings would feel very comfortable with that. I don't know if I would have felt comfortable with <laughs> being so young and yeah. any of my nieces or nephews doing it, but they seemed to be comfortable with us. And then um, as I got to like my teenage years, I did a health and social care course, intermediate, and then I wanted to swap to do healthcare. Okay. And I was told by my teacher 18 times that basically I wasn't capable of doing it. Because obviously okay. for them, it's about, isn't it, making sure that, you know, they, they get the grades that they wanted for that right. course. And I didn't think that I was capable. So I just accepted it. I didn't I didn't, I didn't didn't think anything of it. I just thought, well, they said I'm not capable, so I'll just accept that. Yeah. And then obviously I finished off doing uh, my advanced health and social care and obviously got a grade C and above, I think it was at the time. And then I said to my mum, in my teens, I said, mum, one day I'm going to open a nursery and I'm going to run it from your from the back garden. Because my mum had like an outer building at the back of her um, oh, right. property. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes, yeah, that's fine. And I'll work for you as well. So she already said that she would work for me. And then I kind of left it, to be honest. I kind of left that thought. Not completely, but I just felt like for me, like, I needed to be, like, by 
others. That's how I felt. I felt like I needed to be validated by others. So I was getting going for positions, not getting the job. Yeah. I just really, really defeated by the whole process of the interview stage. And I knew I was capable, but I just couldn't sell myself during the interview process. Right. So then I think the last job I went for, which was um, I used to work for an organisation called Refuge. I applied for a position and I didn't get it. But my manager at the time, she involved in that process so when i told her that i didn't get the job she said why how did you not get the job she couldn't understand it right and from that i just thought you know what i'm fed up of people trying to i'm fed up of looking for validation from others i'm gonna set up my own business because i just i was just at this point where i was just like i'm in my 30s and i just feel like i haven't done and achieved everything that i wanted to achieve with my life right. and then I, I mentioned it to natalie that Obviously, oh, oh, sorry, I forgot to add as well that um, I was also childminded. So when I was looking for refuge, I would also childmind. So I started to childmind when I had my son almost yeah. 11 years ago. Yeah. So okay. always childminded, but also worked alongside childminding. Um, then obviously I then quitted my job and started childminding full time with the intention that I'm going to open up a nursery. So in 2016, I started looking for premises and then my sister said to me, Natalie, she said to me, oh, there's a there's a church and, you know, this would be a good location. And I thought, oh, yeah. So it I was, it was a really good location. That was it where was. I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good location. And then um, I went there and inquired about the space. They said that they had somebody who had inquired for, but nothing came of it. So I thought, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. But then yeah. it took about a year for everything to get in place. Like literally a whole year before I could even move in there because we had to do contracts and everything. Yeah. And then finally uh, we got into the building. And then Natalie, you can say your part and how you support because yeah, Natalie is more like behind the scenes even though she's yeah. there mm. but she does all like you know the like, HR yeah the paper yeah, HR the paperwork that's Natalie so Natalie what was your take on all of that so yeah so initially it was um well telling Natasha oh there's a perfect premises why don't you inquire to see whether they can offer a nursery space to you and then once everything was up and running it was like helping out with the interviews doing the contract making sure that everything came across as being professional so making sure we had the right templates, the new starter forms, making sure that we did the um, safer recruits, so reference checks, um, you know, DBSs, um, making yeah. sure that they had their certificate. So that was my job behind the scene and also making sure that the building was health and safety secure. We, right, we, have, okay. a duty to our, we have a duty of care to our staff to make sure they're working in a safe environment. So yeah. that was my, my input into the business and also just making sure that staff were happy. That was the most most important thing our yeah. staff are our biggest assets and I say all the time to our team members we need to make sure that our staff are happy because they, if, they, if it wasn't for them they wouldn't be it wouldn't be a business do you know what I mean we can't run yeah. on our own so uh, so make, investing in like employee assistant program investing in well-being so for example um, January is a very long month so what I said was the third week the third week of January it tends to be um, Blue Monday. I don't know if you guys have heard about it in um, America. 
and basically I said you know every other Monday from the 17th I think it was of January we have yeah. 15 minutes extra break we yeah. um, provide a healthy snack for staff and you know um, I think there was something else but I can't remember off the top of my head and you know we, that's, we, that's, we that's, wore whatever yeah we wore, we wore whatever yeah, we wore whatever you wanted to wear yeah to make you yeah. feel happy you know what I mean so it's things like that so that's my input just to make sure that everyone is happy making sure we have the right templates and so forth yeah. so yeah right I, I, I'm wondering so I just have a interesting struck me that both of you kind of you know joined together in this venture it's your family business how does it feel when as sisters working together was it easy was it difficult uh-huh. yeah. you have a lot of arguments is it- <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you know what you know about that relationship yeah. <laughs> you know what to be fair like if if there, if there was a disagreement the team we were still at like everything was normal no yeah. no no what that is so true minutes. by the way that's so true yeah you wouldn't know yeah. you wouldn't know so we were at like everything we might not be talking but if someone else comes into the room and they start talking to one of us, we will all automatically start dialoguing or having a conversation with themselves. Yeah. And, and you and you would never know that we wasn't talking to each other for 10 minutes before you came into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, guess, I guess it's like a normal sibling relationship, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah. if you think about it, two siblings don't really want to work together. I mean, you don't find that so common. No, you don't. You know? Because don't. I think every sibling, whether you're a twin or not, has, a, has their own personality. Yeah. Own things. So yeah. think you don't want to work together. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know to be fair, when I initially came um, came over on a more of a permanent basis, so I always worked in the background. But when I came over as like my main job, I said to Natasha, "It's only going to be for six months." Oh, really? <laughs> yes, she did, Sarah. She's horrible to me, Sarah. Who's <laughs> just coming out on my podcast? All right. I know, I know. Look, you've got some juicy, um, juicy gossip now, Sarah. You know what? I just know. I want you guys to be friends at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> Oh my God. So, yeah, so initially it was only meant to be six months just to come in as an interim just to turn things around and make it you know just make sure everything was in place because obviously Natasha was doing as much as I was in the background I still had my main job so Natasha was doing the majority I was doing everything yeah she was on the front line basically yeah 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 definitely yeah. right Aspina do you, do you want to ask your next question uh sure so I've got siblings too, Natalie and Natasha. So I, I feel you guys. And I would want to work for them, but I don't know if they want to work. You know. <laughs> and I, I thought I was a nice one, you know. So, but my sister's like, huh? Hmm. <laughs> so I get it. Oh, but yeah, having businesses, especially like female-owned businesses, is really hard. And all the setup that you had, you guys had to do that you mentioned, you know that initial setup is what mostly deters women or maybe the new startups folks to not go through the whole process because it's just a lengthy you know tedious job to get it all started so kudos to you ladies for you know getting it done and having it all set up yeah Yeah. and you know what it it, it really is it is it almost i know it might sound a bit dramatic but it it almost killed me that's how the only way i could feel there'll be times yeah where i would literally go to my parents house and wouldn't talk to anybody on the weekends because i was just literally miserable i would say to my sister i don't even want to be in work because it was just i just 
most of the time I didn't even have a deputy manager and I was there from 7.30 in the morning up until 6, five days a yeah. week for about a year and a half. Wow. It, it almost Better killed thought. me. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't easy at all. It wasn't easy at all. And it is, the startup is the hardest. And like you said, it does deter people because it's financial. It's, um, it's your well-being that's being affected by it as well. Yeah. You know, your home life. And if you haven't got a supportive like partner or family members, yeah. Yeah. it will just destroy you. It would literally yeah. destroy you. Yeah, it's I mean, not easy. The, it does look glamorous, mm. but it's not easy. Yeah, I completely agree with you because that's one of my my issues personally. That getting it started is what deters me. Once yeah. I'm set up, like even halfway, just like once I get started on something and it's going, then I can finish it. But yeah. getting me to that starting point is what really what I struggle with say only now and this business has been open now for five years in September and only now I feel some relief not completely wow. but some relief only now but I remember when we had our first Ofsted inspection and this is when we were a year in and the Ofsted lady said to me you know it takes four years for your business to be up in and like sufficient I was like, what four years wow. I'm thinking two <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Uh, I said, well, you were wrong there, weren't you? Literally. (laughs) But but that's really good because she gave you a a target, you know? Yeah. That that gave you a target to reach, like a milestone to reach. So, yeah, yeah. you did it. Yeah, 100%. I, I, you know, you mentioned a little bit about support, you know, is really important struggles. And so I'm not sure if we already kind of um, discussed around these topics, but the question we were trying to ask is, you know, what type of like barriers have you encountered? And you, you've sort of mentioned that the startup is really hard. And, you know, what kind of support have you had so that you can, I, I'm sure, I know your sister's going you, so that's a big help. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely me coming along on a more permanent basis, that, that was an extra boost that Natasha needed. And, um, I wasn't on, because I wasn't on my own. You know, sometimes when you see somebody in a business, if they don't look like they have a structure around them or support, it's easier or they feel that it's easier to tear that person down. But when they realise that actually you've got to get through me, then you've got to get through Natalie, then you've yeah. got to get through that person, it's harder. So it's more of a deterrent for that person who is being difficult, for example, in their conduct at work to, you know, get get the better of that person. So yeah, the HR process is there to be used. So whether it's to to discipline someone for their conduct or the fact that it might be capability, they're not able to do their job because they don't have the necessary skill set to do their job. There's each step of the way, there is a process. But Natasha, I think it's worth explaining the process of um, when you initially went to set up the business with the council and how, okay. Yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So um it was horrible, absolutely horrible. So obviously when initially business I had to talk to the council, the local council, and she was literally a witch. I sh- I'm sweating. Oh, no. <laughs> you said it, we didn't say it. Yeah. Okay. And that's a nice that's a nice way to uh, she did become my best of friend thereafter. Very <laughs> lovely comments to say about the business, but before that, it was horrible. I was literally speaking to her, and she was like, "You know, Natasha, 
I do not want another rubbish, like another satisfactory nursery in the uh, in the local area. So she already had basically told me that my in the Croydon area, and I was just like the way she was just like attacking me. I was like really taken back, and I remember calling my mum and literally going, "Mum, I can't believe she said this to me." And my mum was like, "But the people are going to be like this is business." people who are going to be for you and there's going to be people who are against you and I was just like devastated by the way she spoke to me the way she tried to tear me down um it was really really uh caught for me to digest because all I'm thinking is is that I've been running a, a successful business on a smaller scale as a childminder and I've had Ofsted inspections and got good and outstanding elements um, right. of my registration so why does she not feel that I'm capable of doing this so again this is what I mean in terms of people always want to um undermine you make you feel like you're not capable doing great things because maybe they don't deem themselves as capable and they want to project that onto yourself well that's um, it I, I think people are never happy for people who are doing good no, I mean, that's yes. the world we live in let's be honest yes. Yes. no one's gonna be like oh my god i'm so happy for you you're doing amazing yes. Yes. they're like damn i wish i was in her position or something yeah but i had to prove myself when i got yeah. my first ofsted inspection it's like even before because she's now left the council and even before leaving she said natasha i must say i've never got any complaints regarding your nursery from parents because parents have the right to get of in course, contact yeah. with the council yeah. to complain and she goes always positive everything you do is just positive she was really bigging me up towards the end but yeah. just, uh, in the initial thing it wasn't like that it wasn't yeah. like that at all but um yeah no it's difficult and obviously and along the way you do have staff members who will try to attack you as well um, really yeah yeah, yeah not physically yeah. yeah but by by being Very wanting difficult. to do yeah wanting to do their own thing because they feel that, that oh yeah so you get staff members who will challenge you with stuff obviously you're not privy to that Sarah but there's a lot of staff members no, that no, I've had I know. To, yeah, 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 there's yeah. a lot of staff members that I've had to deal with thank god they're not where they yeah. would challenge you and it would be like no it is this and they would be like well I'm going anywhere and I'm like see you later but they will challenge you they'll go backwards and forward with you yeah I must say my team now are amazing like I said I'll yeah. pay you later guys it's alright thank you <laughs> 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 Oh, and I just a lot of people that mm-hmm. you know, tend to bring other women down and, yes. and, and, yeah. and you know and make it difficult and not happy but uh, who would you say has inspired you both of you is there any women that you felt you know supported you as women or even men that supported you in your venture and overall in your life that you yes. see you know they were really good and helped us definitely us. definitely our mom yeah oh, nice mom. Yeah. my dad as well but definitely my my mom she has been the biggest supporter with everything we do. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Wow. And, um, Natasha, I know obviously you would like to mention um, your partner as well. And, um, I'd like to go into a bit more detail. So my mum's a very, very strong woman. Maybe sometimes too strong where I'm just like, Mom, give me a break. Like, I'm allowed to cry. <laughs> oh, but um, she's really, really strong. And obviously... Even when she delivers it, sometimes she will scream it at you, but everything that she's saying to you is the <laughs> truth. And you need yeah. to kind of pull up your big girl panties and basically keep going through. Also, my dad, my dad used to own his, before my dad became unwell, he used to own his own 
um, painting and decorating company and had a team of um, staff working okay. for him and he did nice. that for many many years so um, maybe that's where, probably where I got my um, whole business adventure from in terms of not working for him like, working for myself oh, um, nice. also okay. as well my partner my family have been there emotionally but my partner has been there emotionally and well, Natalie's been there physically as well obviously with the paperwork side and obviously working but with my partner he's been there emotionally and physically in terms of like getting the business I am rubbish with maths I had to recently take my maths GCSEs again because I didn't pass when I was at school and even when it came to measuring stuff he would come down he would measure things for me he would set things up even this evening our buggy shed got blown down um, in the storm that we had a couple of weeks ago he came from work he set up the new buggy shed we didn't leave work until almost like seven o'clock this evening because you know he was doing that in the nursery and he's constantly doing stuff around the nursery and giving me that emotional support when I come home and I'm like oh this happened that happened no he's amazing like even when I said to oh is he still outside she said yeah and I said oh bless him (laughs) yeah and I, I feel like when you see those tasks being taken off of your shoulder and you went from your family helping you out it motivates you too you're like what tomorrow I'm gonna do this because this got done and now I feel great oh my gosh I think it's a total motivator too it's a it's a it's a love language you know I'm a very um Oh, what's the word? Like I'm, I, 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 I like to receive if that makes sense, but not in terms of financial, but like little things. If somebody's making me my job that little bit lighter, then yeah. that's that's making me happy. I don't, I don't want it like financially or gifts. That's nice, but I want to know that that person really cares for me. It's made that job that little bit lighter for me, so I don't have to do that, for example. But um, yeah, it's 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 my love language anyway. Right. Sarah, it's my love language. So anytime you want to please me, take the job off of my hands. <laughs> uh, I, I, all right. <laughs> all right, that's fine. All right, let me ask a question. How about this? So do you think, obviously, you know, starting a business is not a piece of cake. It's a lot of work that goes into it. And, you know, everyone makes mistakes as well. Yeah, 100%. No one's perfect. You know, yeah. as amazing as we all look while we're doing our jobs, you know. Yeah, yeah. We do make mistakes all the time. But are 100%. there some mistakes you feel like you've learned from? You're like, you know what? This is actually woken me up and I'm 100 percent staffing do you know it is funny because my son's grandma she's very uh she's very business consult business consultant yeah she's a business consultant so when I first initiated like talking about opening up a nursery I remember her saying to me like staffing staffing will be your biggest problem and I was like what like stuff what do you mean people just get in and they do their job that's what yeah because that's how i look at it yeah. once i'm an yeah. employee no one none, none of my managers have ever had to breathe down my neck because i'm here to do my job you've told me yeah. what i need to do i'm going to facilitate it right now on the other side and actually working um, as an as a manager and obviously having employees um i've realized that's not the mindset of people people think differently and it's strange it was so strange to me to have to deal with all those strange people literally strange when they wouldn't want to do their job <laughs> no but it was bad i'm just i couldn't stranger things happening in the night <laughs> literally it was so strange to me i was just like what is going on like, why would you not want to do your job i'm paying you to do your job you don't have to breathe down your 
neck. <laughs> that was where I was a bit naive and thought, well, then I needed to then step up and then manage them to do their job. But then at the same time, you just feel like it shouldn't need to be like this. And the fact yeah. that I'm having to literally spoon feed you to do your job, you're not the right fit here. So letting yeah. go of people sooner than holding right. on to them, that is the biggest thing that I've learned. Don't hold on to people. People will be replaced and you yeah. need to get rid of it because then they make the rest of the team to- toxic. And we don't yeah. want the rest of the team true, to be so toxic. True. Yeah. Natalie, do you feel the same way as well? Or is there something I do, else? I, I do, but also communication. Communication is the key. So every little thing, we, I, um, we make sure that we communicate to the team. So whether that's in our team meetings, making sure that yeah. we brief, that whether that's sending um, emails via um, Atlas so that basically yeah. everyone is well first. But communication yeah. is the key. And obviously, if there is a break in the communication, then there's going to be an issue. And then we're going to have some members of staff know some information and some members of staff not knowing, or they just feel left right. out. Well, I didn't know that. Why did you know that? And I didn't know that. This is always happening to me. I never seem to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that the communication is always on point. Sometimes it might be overload. For some some of you guys are like, oh my God, I'm back on Atlas again, looking for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <know? laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Just making sure the communication is on point. Okay, all right. Right. So, uh, I had a question. This is yeah. Anita. Okay. Hi. So yeah. So we we talked about some of these staff behavior pattern in certain staff members and how they're and communi- how we communicate with them. What can you do or what do you do for women who want to advance their career? Oh, okay. So how do you guys okay. support? Okay. Like Sarah, let's let, say Sarah let, wants to let, do something else, finish. become a director. How would you support her <laughs> in that role? <laughs> for Sarah. Yeah. As an example, yeah. 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 Okay, so for example, for me, as I say to everyone, if you want to learn is the place to learn in. There is no, this is an open area with no judgment. So if you want to learn the opportunities there, once we see the right attitude, the right conduct, tendons and so forth, the world is your oyster. I agree with that. I and I do, I do. I'm not saying it for the sake of it because I'm talking to my bosses, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, you know. No, people, my audience must be like, yeah, yeah, she just, you know, like, you know, oh, it's her bosses, she has to be nice to them. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, like I went into working uh with no experience in the early child childcare business basically. I had no experience at all. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think working here and the type of help I got from them, I mean I would never replace that for anything else, honestly. Oh, and the support and the training that I've gotten, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's like they're there for you and you only learn. Yes. And I think yeah. you're never too old to learn. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. As long as you've got the right attitude, you're never... That's too... it. Yeah, that's and, it. Know, that's we, we continuously put our um, staff members on CPD. So there is like a level three that staff members can do alongside yeah. working. But then yeah. in the interim as well, we always put our staff on training so that they're, they're knowledgeable and they're up to date with what the childcare industry, because it's forever evolving do you know what I mean so and obviously health and safety GDPR so there's always training available to staff that is monitored and we're, we're forever being um, obviously there's expiry dates so we always make sure that staff are updated with their training and so forth so yeah Tasha you have anything to add? <laughs> yeah I pretty much would say the same thing obviously given um, 
staff members who don't have childcare experience the opportunity. Um, I remember when I spoke <laughs> when I first spoke to Sarah. Do you remember oh, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to say that story? <laughs> <laughs> but you go. You got to bear in mind, Sarah, which I explained to you there. I know. I know. I, I was it, yeah. at that point where I was just like, I'm fed yeah. up of giving opportunities to these yeah, people, yeah. and she they're not was, paying me was. back the way I expect them to. And that's yeah, just. Yeah. Say that again. Sorry, I forgot about my children. Oh. <laughs> Don't say that. Like, what time do I have to get the kids? And I'm like, oh god, it's the kids. <laughs> Actually, no. that kind of brings me to one question. Go on. Um, as single parents, how do you balance like your business and kids? Is it difficult for women out there? Any advice for women entrepreneurs out there? How to balance, you know, running a business and your kids? and yeah. it all well <laughs> great yeah. support network that's what i would say yeah. i mean i would love a second child but i just physically wouldn't be able to at this present time with the structure that i have yes it's better but it's not where i would want it to be i just physically couldn't have a second child at this present moment because i know that i wouldn't be able to give my all to that second child but at the one that i do have thank god that god's blessed me with that one when there was times when i wasn't able to pick up my son and it would be literally be between um my partner my mom literally ferrying him around bringing him to me my mom would travel a good 40 minutes to pick my son up drop him wow. to me and then go back home do you get what i mean so and even my partner would do exactly the same as well he would literally finish work go and get him then bring him back to me and then go and get his children and then you know wow. so yeah it was it was it was tough but no one knew everyone just thought i had everything down pat but i had to make i juggled everything so it would work right yeah. right and what about Nat- natalie what about you how's how's yeah for you well, I've got two children, and that means two activities, two everything. So yeah. for me, it's just having a, a very strict routine. Everything I do is fit around the children to make sure that I'm I'm available for them. So yeah. um, again, it's just the support. My mum's a, a great support to um, both of our all of our children. So if I'm not able to collect, my 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 mum will be collecting and so forth and if I'm not able to I mean when I was sick Uber and COVID my sister would take my daughter to her ballet class so it's just having that support network around of course yeah so yeah and I mean I think um, I think I can say for like all the you know the lovely ladies we've spoken to regarding this month and you know the International Women's Day the most important thing is support isn't it you can't really really do anything without support and also the support not only for you as your family supporting you as you guys supporting your staff and your nursery basically yeah because you know like how you've taken care of us regarding mental health as well yeah. you know whatever yeah. issues we have i mean you yeah. guys are there for us you know and, yeah. and it is how it has been for all these different businesses we've, we've spoken to as well there are these things for you know your your mental health well-being you know mm-hmm. support is there and you're all okay and everything yeah. So, yeah i think it's i think you guys are doing an amazing job and thank um, you yeah and also as well thank you sarah as well because obviously you are a part of that as well oh, like you said you. we can't do it on our own and you know the team is also there that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. the whole team definitely it's a team effort 
stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's so lovely to listen to both of you, you know, talk about how you both support each other, how you're running this amazing um, early childhood academy and how your mom supports you and your partner and you know how like Sarah is, you know, is a perfect example of your staff how she's so happy and she's learning and growing and you know how you guys are supporting each other. I mean, it's it's this is wonderful. This is great to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really inspiring. So, thank you so yeah. much for sharing this with our Chai Time audience. Thank you. Thank you for having us, guys. I really oh, enjoyed it. Thank you for it, coming on. Yeah, thank you for yeah. doing this. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Guys, this is um, me, Sarah, saying thank you to Nat- Natasha and Natalie again and uh, signing out from Chai Times with Moms from London, guys. All right, then. Thank, thank you. Ladies, Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.